your Google Play, simply say, hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Well, good morning and welcome to a Tuesday. Once again, filling in for Chris Walton, Rick Worthington here this morning. I'm very upset today, Mike. Very upset. Well, that's because we have good news and bad news. The good news is no balloons from China were spotted over the United States. Bad news is you didn't win the lottery. Yeah, I forgot to buy a Powerball ticket. (laughs) Well, you can't win if you don't buy a ticket. Yep. $750 million. Son of a... Three quarters of a billion dollars given away. It's mine. I had big plans, Mike. I had big, big plans for that. Well, if you don't buy a ticket, your your odds of winning are just a little bit. You know, I meant worse. to buy a ticket. I meant to. I was out yesterday. I had every intent of stopping to get gas and get my my ticket at the same time. And you know what I did? You you forgot to do both. I forgot to do either. <laughs> I forgot to do both. The so now my my gas tank is empty and I don't have a seven hundred and some odd million. In my pocket. Quarter of a billion. (sighs) By the way, um, we do have listeners who could have won the tickets this morning. Really? Yes. Where? Ticket was sold in Washington. Oh. They have not confirmed what city in Washington State that the ticket was sold. But we have, you know, listeners who... A new Pacific Northwest millionaire. Almost a billionaire. Darn near. Yeah. So somewhere, they they haven't announced exactly where the ticket was sold yet, what city. Could be Seattle. Could be on the eastern part of the state, which, you know, uh, takes away from possible listeners. But Very we have big plans, Mike. listeners in North Idaho, eastern Washington, who call us from time to time. If that's you, hey, congratulations. Another reason not to like you. <laughs> and I don't even know you. <laughs> kind of a big night tonight. <clears throat> well, yeah. You don't think the State of the Union address is a big deal for Joe Biden right now? Uh, yeah, but I don't think we're going to hear um, everything we want to hear. Well, I don't think it has anything to do with what you want to hear. Do you think we're? Gonna, do you think he is going to mention China at all tonight and the balloon? Oh, and, yeah. You think so? Yeah, I think he will. I will not be shocked to not hear him mention the Chinese spy balloon once. Here's why tonight's State of the Union address is so important for Joe Biden. What is his number one problem as far as everyone's perspective of him right now everybody hates him uh i would say it's the age problem people look at him and they see a frail old man even democrats who voted for him look at joe biden and see a frail old man tonight you get in front of the country and you have an opportunity to show people that you're not a frail old man so regardless of what comes out of his mouth if he is planning to run for re-election, and you're already the oldest president of all time, you can't look like a frail old man during the State of the Union address. So it while it- I'm sure we won't hear all the things we want to hear, it doesn't really matter what's coming out of his mouth as long as he does so not looking like a frail old man. Well, it would make it worse if he looks like a frail old man tonight, but... Just doing well tonight doesn't make him not look like a frail old man based on the stuff that he's done for the last two years. Well, he's going to rally around the things that he's done that he's done well. 
I mean, if you can't read off a teleprompter, then you really do have problems. I mean, this speech should have been something, or usually is something, man. That is, I don't want to hear over anybody and over and over again, and you read it off a teleprompter. I don't want to hear anybody talk to me about the president of the United States reading off the teleprompter. Why not? Because our former president was it. off the teleprompter all day, every day. So is I think this Biden one. is pretty good about being on the teleprompter and Ex- staying on message. Except for when he doesn't, and then the White House freaks out because yeah, he can't right. answer stupid you're, questions. You're right about that. I take it back. You're absolutely right about that, and I stand corrected. Yes, he does need to stay on the teleprompter. I'm just saying that. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I don't think that, I, I, it drives no me crazy. There's no way he goes when, off the teleprompter. No, he's got to no, stay on message. He's, he's going to. There's no way for the State of the Union, because it's a long speech, you know, and being as old as he can, he can't stand up there very long. I mean, I think we should play a drinking game, though. Oh, every time that's he says. That's so funny you so mentioned that. So here's the deal. So here's the deal. That's a shot every time, right? <laughs> We're going to do this. Says, hey, listen here, man. That's a that's a shot. We're going to do this. because that might be two shots. I, I had that same idea, and I have a list of things. <laughs> you did not. Yeah, I swear to God. I have a list of things. Because the State well, of the Union, I don't care who you are. Tomorrow morning show could be spicy. Union, the State of the Union is just boring as hell. I don't agree with that. Come on. I like the if State you of the had Union. Your, you really, if you had your choice every night to watch the State of the Union, or if you had your choice to watch, what's the HBO show that's so popular right now? The Last of Us. What are, what are you going to be watching? You're not going to watch the I State would, of the I Union. Would watch The Last of Us. Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you what I would watch. I'd watch the State of the Union address over that last dumb debate between trump and biden well yeah. that was the worst thing i've ever seen <laughs> that made me cringe and feel guilty about being an american <laughs> like those guys need to just shut up and let the adults talk now we'll talk more about this what we think is by going adults, to be i just meant me <laughs> talked about uh tonight in the state of the union which by the way for those of you who uh, might not be able to watch it and you want to know what's being said in the state of the union we will be carrying it live here on news talk kbi not just the state of the union but also the, the Republican, uh, response. Republican response, yeah. which is uh, happening. It immediately follows. Usually what they do, Mike, and I say usually, I'm sure that's what will happen tonight as well. The address is finished. As the president is making his way out of the room, you'll probably hear ABC come in and say, and that was the president of the United States. And he blah, 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 blah. And, and then they'll say, and now it's time for the Republican response. And Republicans will have someone selected i don't know who it is i, I know who point. it is but i forgot it off the top of my head uh governor new governor um brad oh, little no no new new female female is going to give the uh, republican response i'm gonna have to look this up real quick i'm sorry i apologize well, i had it on the top of my head i, I knew no it before the show it and so then it came off well. the top you you'll know it you'll know it as soon as oh yeah that makes sense um, not Nikki Haley. It's uh, oh, I I apologize. It's not Oregon's governor. Is no, it? no. Oh hell no! I'm not going to have. Well, I was thinking that's not the Republican response. Yeah, no. Um, I, I'll look uh, it up. You just think about that. Don't, I will don't look hurt it up yourself. Here. Don't hurt yourself, we, Mike. We have sports. You have to do sports while you are doing sports. I will quickly look this up and have an answer for you in just. A minute well, and 33 quick, seconds. Because there's nothing going on at well, sports yeah, I'll, today. I'll have a minute and 33 seconds here. This update, you have to have something because it's sponsored. Uh, our, our good buddies at Pork Belly yeah. in CUNA bring it to you. So you have to have some award-winning sports some way, somehow, even if you have to make the stuff up. It's brought award to you by Pork Belly. <laughs>
Check out their menu, by the okay. way. Very unique menu. You're going to find stuff on there that you're not going to find anyplace else in the Treasure Valley. And you can check out the menu, porkbellyidaho.com. Also, don't forget to follow them on Facebook because they have daily specials. And you know about them if you follow them on Facebook. There's only one thing really to talk about during the week of the Super Bowl when there's not a whole bunch going on. You would talk about Boise State basketball this week, except Boise State doesn't have a game this week until Saturday, so we're a little too early on that. How about we look to Las Vegas and see how much people are betting on the big game? It's coming up on Sunday. A record 50.4 million adults in the United States. Roughly 20% of the population are expected to combine to bet some $16 billion on the Super Bowl because maybe we maybe we don't have a problem with the economy. <laughs> in in just looking at this from the political bubble that I tend to sit in, you still can't make a legal bet in Idaho online. If you wanted to do FanDuel or bet. something like that, you got to go over the state line to make that bet. Well, there's ways actually around that. Oh, my Casper. Have you got a VPN? You set up a VPN in Ontario, and then you make your bet. I have a lot of... I don't, but I have a lot of friends who do it that way. He would... You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't make a bet. I'm not not a big sports better. I just... Okay, I got you. It's too hard to figure. I I mean, if I was in Las Vegas, I might make a bet on the game, but I'm not a big enough sports better to really get into it. Well, the $16 billion wagered on Sunday's game between the Philadelphia Eagles, who are favored right now, and the Kansas City Chiefs is more than double last year's estimates. Wagering totals include bets made with legal sports books, illegal bookmakers, or casually among friends. So it's all of the above. $16 billion will be wagered on the Super Bowl. And some of that will probably have to do with things that are nothing to do with football, like which commercial is going to play first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's going to... See, know, no, that makes it fun. Who's going to be the best singer... You know, will Janet Jackson expose herself during the halftime Janet show Jackson again, is not just on. for fun? I don't know. Just making making Here. wagers out there. I bet you can bet on it, though. Yeah, I bet you could too. KBY News Time six seventeen. Wait, are you ready? Sarah Huckabee Sanders will be giving the uh, new Arkansas oh. governor. See, I knew it's like why oh, couldn't good. I remember her name? But because I believe everything she says totally makes sense, right? So she will be making the Republican response to the State of the Union tonight. Nice job. Way to find that. You're welcome. Way to Google up, bud. Google. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. It is 624. No, it's not. He's Rick Worthington. You want to bet? 27 degrees in downtown Boise. Are you just getting a start on lying like the president's going to do tonight? No, 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 no. I was thinking more along the betting lines. I mean, there's $16 billion in betting money out there. I'm just trying to get peace. You want to hear something? You seem like a sucker, so I just take your money. Really crazy? You like that, Nathaniel? Thank you very much. Do you want to hear something really crazy? Yeah. Take a guess at how many of the most popular... Super Bowl snack is chicken wings. Okay, I'll buy that. Take a guess at how many chicken wings are going to be eaten this Sunday. I mean, this is I just mean, just it, by me, or? just incredulous. <laughs> now, give me the number. I don't even want to guess. Apparently, there will be enough chicken wings for every man, woman, and child, even kids who are not 
able to eat chicken wings yet. There's enough chicken wings that will be served on Sunday to serve every man, woman, and child in the United States uh-huh. for chicken wings. Mm-hmm. So when you do the population of the United States, you're talking 1.4 to 1.5 billion chicken wings will be eaten Sunday alone, Have Super you, Bowl Sunday alone. Let me ask you a quick question. Have you ever in your life seen someone sit down to eat chicken wings with a fork and knife? God, no. I have. Uh, like crazy people. drove crazy people crazy. <laughs> I lo- I look- Are they the same people that eat uh, with a, peas with a knife and a fork? It was, it was, uh, it was a guy I'm, I'm, I'm a friend of, still a friend of, despite his craziness and eating wings and pizza and pizza with a fork my wife eats pizza with a fork all the time well i think that's a little more common but also i was like yeah Look, not there's got to be a neanderthal wings, no. in there somewhere that you can pick up you your know, food and eat it for you God's know what sake. it is he doesn't like a mess on his fingers because you can't eat chicken wings without getting a mess well right i think that's fine but so he he just doesn't like having his i've not all. seen it before and i i looked at him like he was an alien and he's like what's wrong and i go Put down the fork and use your hands. He probably uses either a fork or a tweezers uh, to eat Cheetos, too, because he doesn't want to get his fingers all messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, If I were you, I wouldn't be friends with that person anymore. That's just me, though. Phone lines are open, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. It's going to be almost 50 degrees today. If you're thinking about that golf, something? stick around. We have a chance for you to really get into the mood for golf. Coming up with the Boise Golf Show. It's going on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. We have more free tickets to get into the show going on this week. Your chance to win coming up sometime this morning. Be ready to call. We also have a $50 gift certificate to Deja Brew Bistro in downtown Meridian. We'll give that away with our Casper and Chris. Damn near impossible questions. Start letting you work on that coming up here in just about 25 minutes. Don't go anywhere. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. 641, he's recording this and filling in for Chris Walton today. I'm Mike Casper. had an uh, email in, and it's a long email, but I Uh-oh. wanted to read it because uh, it's... It- it's a very good email. Does it say bad things about me? No, not not at all. Not this one. Um, this okay. has to do with uh, you know the Tyree Nichols case and the five police officers in Memphis who beat him to death. Okay, and this is from a uh, woman. Says I listen to your show each morning on my drive to work. I live in Cuna, commute to Notice as I teach in the Notice School District. I'm writing to share from the heart of the police officer's mama how this latest tragedy with Tyree Nichols affects us. I belong to a mom of police officers group with over 3,000 mamas from all over the United States. The one thing we all have in common is our child or children choose to serve their community. My son graduated from CUNA High School and accepted a football scholarship in Nebraska. He has always wanted to be a police officer, in his words, help people. When he was about eight years old, he said, it takes a strong person to stand up for yourself, but it takes a stronger person to stand up for others. He's only 23 years old now and is a gentle giant. I'll never forget the first year on the force. He called me one night and could not stop crying. He cried for the mother he had to tell that her husband was killed that morning in a car accident. He cried for the three little boys who could not have a daddy at Christmas. He cried for the families who lost a father, brother, and a teen family friend in a plane crash where he had to pick up the body parts of this horrific crash. I just sat on the phone with him and let him cry. He must have cried for about 20 minutes. Then he stopped, apologized for crying. I told him, never apologize for caring or feeling. This is my six foot five, strong as an ox kiddo. 
He is fair, kind, and compassionate when things happen that like happened in Memphis. It's devastating to good cops, and it's terrifying for their families. It taints everything good that they stand for. My Moms of Police Officers group as a whole has been in mourning. We've spent days heartsick for Tyree Nichols' mama and for every single mom who listened to that poor young man call for his mama. There is a deep sadness because this horrible crime is not what the majority of our children stand for. As moms, we know every day our kids go to work. There are people who hate them for being uh, just in the uniform that they wear. I text my son before every shift, be safe, be brave, stay gold, pony boy. I live for his response of 10-4, love you, mama. Thank you for reading my long email. Just wanted to share from the mother of a police officer. What a great email. Nice job. Well really written. is. Um, thank you uh, for your son, if you get a chance, from all of us here at KBOI. And we've talked about this. You know, unfortunately, there are bad police officers out there that give good police officers like your son a really bad name and cause people to hate just because he's wearing a police officer, even though they know nothing about him, nothing about his upbringing, nothing about how he feels about being a police officer. So you get a chance next time you uh, talk or text with your son, tell him thanks for the uh, work that he's doing and keep his head up because we need more good police officers like him kby news time 644 let's get another check on what's going on with sports this morning it's brought to you by pork belly and kiana it's the place to go if you want a great breakfast lunch maybe brunch and i don't care what you're ordering even if it's a salad get a side order of their pork gravy it's so good pork belly in kiana they're open up in 15 minutes which NFL team got the most bang for their buck at the quarterback position last season? Oh, I can answer that question. Mm, I think we're all thinking Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, considering he finished the season as a top five quarterback and they only paid him $5 million. Yeah. So which team got the least bang for their buck? Aaron the Rodgers. Green Bay. Green Bay. I think Green Bay. Are we both in agreement? Oh, my God. Well, you and I are both in I mean, agreement? You could also say the Denver Broncos. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. I would say tie Denver Broncos and the Green Bay Packers. Well, here's the thing. They have a brand new head coach in Denver. His name is Sean Payton. You're very familiar with what he mm-hmm. did with Drew Brees and turned him to the all-pro, all-everything quarterback that he was in that system. Another short quarterback. Will Russell Wilson fit into a Sean Payton style of offense? Or will Sean Payton tool his offense to do what Russell Wilson does best? That's the real question right now. But one thing Sean Payton will not be allowing is Russell Wilson to have his own personal (laughs) quarterbacks coach in the building. He was asked yesterday during a press conference how he felt about Russell Wilson bringing in Jake Heaps, who is his own personal quarterbacks coach. And Sean Payton just basically said, well, I don't know anything about that. I'm unfamiliar with it, but we have our staff here. We have our players here, and that's who we're going to have here. Basically told Russell Wilson, leave your quarterback's coach at home, man. That's great. You got your own dude, but we got our own dudes, too. Uh, it's good to see Sean Payton laying down the law right, mm. or, right to start off with. Yep. For a team that's lost at least 10 games in the last, well, five of the past six years, Sean Payton has a very big to-do list, and Russell Wilson, he has made clear, is at the very top of his priority list to get 
him right. What? How does Denver get better? I mean, because they've given up their first and second round this year to Seattle. Yeah. And we haven't talked about this, but they had to give up what? A first and third rounder for Sean Payton. Yeah, they've, they've given up an awful lot. So their future they, for the next couple of years isn't is, real bright. Yeah, but in the, in the NFL, you don't have to have rookies to get good. You just need to have a quarterback that plays well and support him with guys that can catch the ball and block a couple of dudes. You can do it with free agency. But it is a little harder to keep it under the cap when Russell Wilson is making so much. Yeah, $40 million a yeah. year. KBOI News Time is 647. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. These two are talking Super Bowl food. Yeah. Is that what we're well, doing? Of course. You got you to make plans. Don't you have people coming over for your... Super Bowl party at your I new house? I haven't invited anybody over yet. Oh, look at you. I mean, I like Super Bowl food. Can, we, can I have some? We haven't actually invited anybody either, but we had people invite themselves over to our house. So. <laughs> it's like, fine, well, we're watching it. So, yeah, I'll make up some food. Okay. KBOI Newstime 659. Casper uh, and Chris, damn near impossible question coming up here for you this morning. $50 gift certificate to Deja Brew, if you can answer this question. There are eight Hawaiian islands, but you aren't allowed to visit two of them. What are the two specific reasons why you're not allowed to visit those two Hawaiian islands? You know the answer. Stick around. After 8 o'clock, you can get that $50 gift certificate. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. It's time for the KBOI Medical Moment, brought to you by Regents Blue Shield of Idaho, featuring Dr. Dan Meltzer. Dr. Meltzer, good morning. Good morning. Doctor, last week we talked about diets and their role in weight loss. Uh, This week we're moving on to the miserable exercise. What do we need to know as we plan our exercise routines for the rest of 2023? It's the one-two punch. Um, Really, variety uh, is the key. We talked a little bit about that last week with, uh, with diet, but variety, you know, they say is the spice of life. So when it comes to exercise, variety matters as well. Now that seems very simple. Can you expand on that just a bit? Yeah, sure. I mean, our bodies adapt to the demands that we put on them. So if we do the same exercise regimen over and over, um, our results just tend to plateau. Um, whether we're working out to improve overall fitness or to lose weight, there still can be a leveling off if we're doing the same thing over and over. So if we need uh, a little bit of variety. When you say variety, are you talking specifically about certain exercises or variety in cardio and resistance exercising? Yeah, both. So, you know, if you're doing cardio, varying the cardio routine that you do can be helpful. So sometimes it's swimming, sometimes it's bike riding, sometimes it's running. But particularly blending both cardiovascular, those kind of exercises that get our heart rate going and our breathing more quickly, and what's called resistance exercises. So things like lifting weights or doing push-ups or planks, balancing the two is really a great way to overall improve your exercise fitness. Although most of us probably don't think much uh, about it, wintertime can be a pretty hazardous time of the year. Can you take maybe a minute to talk about some of the more common injuries you see around the valley this time of year? Yeah, I mean, and it's it's been a, a you know at times a snowy and cold one, so we see a lot of falls. Candidly, people falling on icy surfaces, people straining their back either from you know shoveling snow or again slipping. Heart attacks from shoveling snow also are not uncommon, and then certainly cold-induced injuries like frostbite or hypothermia. 
So when it comes to something like that, is that are you basically saying don't do it because you can have a heart attack? Because I'd like to use that with my wife. <laughs> or are you saying that maybe just take it easy? Yeah, a little bit of both, right? So I think you know being smart about how we do it. So if we're going to go outside and we're going to exercise or walk around, make sure that you have the right footwear, make sure you have the right treading, make sure that you can see. Um, and even if you're, you know, younger and healthier, you got to stretch up and warm up before going out to shovel the snow and prevent those back injuries. And certainly individuals that are older or have health conditions, ask for help, take your time and stop if you're not feeling well. And then, you know, when it's cold and wet out like it has been, wearing the right clothes is important. So protective layers that are moisture wicking that keep us dry and protect us from the wind. Well, that is the KBOI Medical Moment brought to you by Regents Blue Shield of Idaho. Dr. Dan Meltzer, thank you for joining us this morning on KBOI. Thank you. Download the 670 KBOI app for your smartphone for free. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Ten minutes after 7, 28 degrees in downtown Boise. Up and at them for a Tuesday morning. Rick Worthington filling in for Chris Walton once again today. Phone lines are open, 208-336-3700. Toll-free 1-800-529-5264. You can also email us. Remember, though, if you're going to email, Chris is out. So email Mike at KBOI.com. Food for Thought writes in, the other day you guys were saying cops don't get special favors for murdering somebody. I've been thinking about it. You use the George Floyd case as an example and said the cop got 20-something years for manslaughter. So he was favored by changing it from murder to manslaughter and 20-something years instead of life in prison or the death penalty. So in my opinion, yes, the cop did get off easy for murder. I still think we see the same thing. Cops in the headlines now, they are in trouble. There's there's a couple things that wrong with what you said. Um, Floyd, I mean, for it to be murder, you have to prove that it's premeditated, that he sure. planned on killing George Floyd, and that just isn't the case. That's why it was dropped down to manslaughter and not murder because he was kneeling on the back and there's no way to prove that he knew by kneeling on the back of his neck that he would kill him. Got it. So that's why it was it was manslaughter and not murder. They didn't they didn't lighten that up because he's a police officer. That's true, yeah. Um as far as getting uh, 22 years is what he got. Maximum for manslaughter was 25. He got 22 years. Mm. So you're right. He didn't get the maximum. But he got close to the maximum. So manslaughter, he couldn't have got death or life in prison because that's not what the sentencing guidelines are. The maximum he could have got for manslaughter was 25 years. He was sentenced to 22 years. If you want to say those extra three years that he got off, he was treated favorably because he's a cop. I I guess it's fair to say because there's no way to prove prove it, but I, I don't know if... 22 years and 23 years in a federal prison is that much difference. Well, I follow the logic, I guess. Right? If you had to spend 22 years in prison and 23 years in prison and you're just starting, it doesn't make a difference to you that much? I mean, your life is, you know... I mean, if your you're life making is pretty the argument, are, are you toast one way or the other? Yeah. I think you're, you're probably toast. Yeah. Biden State of the Union address coming up tonight. We'll talk more about this. If you want to have a drinking game, Rick and I are putting the list together so that it can make <laughs> we, it more entertaining for you. We may have to have Shelman fill in. Come on, man. Well, 
There's I, one right there. Based on our drinking game, there's going to be some trouble for us in the morning. <laughs> we'll talk a little bit more about this. Uh, ben writes in, Mike, at KBY.com. Hey, what's with the Grammy Award the other night for first trans non-binary person? I read about this last night, and what exactly is a trans non-binary? Is that even possible? I, ben, I'm, I'm going to say, I think you are reading it incorrectly. I, I think you're trying to put it together as one person is trans non-binary. And I think the award is for a trans slash non-binary person. Hmm. So, yeah, you're right. It would be hard to be a trans non-binary because they're two completely different things. But I think that there should be kind of a slash across the middle. That's what I'm thinking anyway. Thanks for the email. 208 336 pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. We're going to have a drinking game tonight. What do you think for the State of the Union to make it more entertaining? What what should be watching for? Well, uh, if you want to email us, go ahead and do that, Mike, at KBY.com. In the meantime, time for another check on what's going on with sports. Kind of a slow sports day. It uh, is. It's brought to you by Pork Belly and Cuna, the place to go for breakfast, lunch, and brunch every single day. They're open now. They've been open for uh, 14 minutes, and they will be open until 2 o'clock today. So get in, check out their menu at porkbellyidaho.com. How about we talk a little Mountain West basketball? Boise State would normally have a game tonight or tomorrow night if the men were playing during the week this week. Of course, they are not. They have their bye, and it comes at a very opportune time for Boise State because of injuries. Broncos are suffering right now, especially at the point guard position with Marcus Shaver Jr. still hobbled by what has been a high ankle sprain over the last several weeks. But there are other games that are being played, and they are being played tonight in the Mountain West, so we thought we'd give you the schedule. Colorado State will play at Air Force this evening. San Jose State will be at Fresno State. And the Nevada Wolfpack in a very big contest at New Mexico. Go New Mexico! Go New Mexico! Yeah, that's a 8.30 Mountain Time start. It will be on FS1 if you want to watch. If you you are rooting, you want to root for New Mexico because we're tied with Nevada But there's another game tomorrow night that I think is every bit as important. San Diego State is playing at Utah State. Ooh, two good games. 8 p.m. tip time tomorrow night. Go Utah State! That one will be on CBS Sports Net if you want to watch. And, you know, Utah State plays pretty well at home, yeah. and when they're right, yep. you and can't they, guard some guys. They have been for a while. Utah Utah State and, and New Mexico are both very good right. at home. So the, the other top two, three teams in the Mountain West all playing each other this week. Again, it's Nevada, New Mexico tonight at 8.30. Tomorrow night, San Diego State at Utah State. KBOI News Time is 7.16. Time for the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. Looking like uh, another down day for the stock market, at least at the uh, opening. Yesterday was uh, pretty bad for a while, but even though we ended up down, I think it was only 35 points down at the Dow at the end of the day. Right now, ahead of the opening here in eight minutes. Dow is down 145 points. Is this because of uh, news coming later today that uh, the market's expecting from Jerome Powell? Because once again, it's not necessarily the fact that we're going to be raising rates, but what he has to say about those rates, right? 
Yeah, it's well, there's a significant data change from the Federal Reserve announcement last week leading into the jobs report that we received last Friday. Because we saw a jobs report that completely blew estimations out of the water. And then the immediate uh, turn or focus was on, oh, wow, the, the Federal Reserve was pretty dovish in their talk of uh, in that interest rate release. Now they might sound a little bit more hawkish, and hawkish just meaning that the Federal Reserve is going to be inclined to lift rates and tighten financial conditions in order to, again, slow down borrowing and, and slow down spending in the economy. So when we saw jobs uh, number just blow out estimations to that extent. Now the concern is that in this press conference, or not necessarily a press conference, but that remarks that are going to be made around 1230 today, that he's going to change his tone a little bit to, I, to basically recognize the jobs data that was released on Friday. And the concern now is that he's going to change his tone because he doesn't, the, the Federal Reserve doesn't want to see a significant rally in the markets because then we're still running into this inflation fiasco that we've been dealing with for the past year. So I wouldn't be surprised if Jerome Powell comes out with a little bit more stern talk. And I think Wall Street is on pause right now to really read between the lines and see how the Federal Reserve is going to handle things moving forward, especially in response to those, the jobs numbers that we've seen. Because Jerome Powell has been very clear throughout these past months, throughout the year, that the labor market being as strong as it is, that poses a lot of concern around this con inflation conversation because if wages still stay high, that means the likelihood of inflation staying high pretty high. So, All right. so yeah, that's certainly affecting the market right now. Let's move on uh, here real quickly before we're done. Um, bed, bath, and board to tears um, was looking <laughs> like it may have to uh, file for bankruptcy. There might be some news there. Yeah, the, the Bed Bath & Beyond saga continues. You had shares finishing up 92% yesterday on a wow. company that is on the brink, basically, of filing bankruptcy. But Bed Bath & Beyond is grasping at, at straws here. They're going to do about a $1 billion stock offer of convertible preferred stock. Now, what is preferred stock? Preferred stock walks and talks a lot like a bond, but it is, in fact, a stock. So you essentially buy a preferred stock because you want a guaranteed or close to a guaranteed dividend. If you own a common stock, that board of directors, they could always change, suspend, or cut the dividend. When you're dealing with the preferred stock, uh, it, it has to pay that dividend, essentially. So if you're an income investor, this could, in fact, be a, be a relatively good thing for Bed Bath & Beyond. Will this get them out of the woods? Yet to be seen. It really depends on how that uh, preferred stock offering goes and how it's received by the public market. Interesting. 92% up yesterday. That's well, now it's down 40% in pre-market. So this, this still whipsaw roller coaster yeah, still continues. Still 52% since yesterday is pretty darn good. <laughs> All right. Uh, looking like we're going to be down across the board. We'll keep an eye on it. Hear from you in about an hour to get an update and then talk to you again tomorrow morning. Thanks, gents. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KDOI. <laughs> so much for being up. 92% yesterday. Yeah. Stock market just opened up. Bed Bath & Beyond has dropped $2.28. Well, it would have been a good thing if you were in it yesterday and sold off real yeah. quick, huh? Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, the stock market uh, down 116 points. Just opened five minutes ago uh, across the board. The uh, Standard & Poor is down. NASDAQ is down. Like I said, we'll keep uh, you updated throughout the morning. Reminder, uh, one thing that pays off for sure and always is our KBOI sweet deal. We have another one of those show. coming up for you. Yeah, it's a good one this week. However, if you wait until uh, 9.02, you're going to miss out because yeah. this is our fastest-selling 
sweet deal we have ever had. It is. It has the record at about two minutes and 26 seconds. That's how quickly this thing sells out. So just so you know, it's great food, lock, stock, and barrel. Uh, one of the great deals that you can get at lock, stock, and barrel, Sundays they have their popular prime rib dinner special, two mm-hmm. for $49.99. So your $50 gift certificate would pay for prime rib dinner for two with all the fictions at lock, stock, and barrel, and it only costs you $25 if you take advantage of the sweet deal. Don't forget, there are also sweet deals you don't have to wait for. With Valentine's Day coming up, 24 long stem roses and a vase, only $60. If you've ever priced roses, that's a great deal. Yep. That's a pretty good deal. Team that up with a uh, solid sterling silver, classic French lock hoop earrings, or an 18-karat white gold-plated crystal heart drop necklace. Those are on special for fantastic prices, too. And your Valentine's Day is taken care of. By, by the way, guys... Valentine's Day is seven days away. Women never forget Valentine's Day. Guys, seven days away. So you might want to duck into check into one of these sweet deals. Hey, hey Mike. Have it taken advantage of. Yes. I, I know that you just mentioned this, but I want to make sure that you hear it from someone else so it sinks in. Valentine's yep. Day is just seven days away. I don't Mike. have to worry about it in our household. He doesn't celebrate Valentine's My Day? wife and I, because of a, a Valentine's Day fiasco a few years ago, do not celebrate Valentine's Day any longer. Okay. Yeah. Well, you do you, man. Has to do with a candle ring and my wife being very upset and uh, so I think I have heard this story. Yeah. But I've, you know I've what? Told it before. It's kind it, of a win-win okay. situation. It ended up being okay and the win part of it is we need neither one of us have to worry about Valentine's Day anymore yep. cuz it's a stupid made-up holiday. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 7.42, Rick Worthington filling in for Chris Walton once again today. Our phone lines are open at 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. You heard in the uh, news last hour, this is just crazy. We, we're dealing with inflation um, it, not near as high as the record at 9% it was, but it's still up over 7%. And then you have things like this happening. AMC, you heard that story. I know that you put the story in there, Rick. Mm-hmm. AMC, which is the largest movie theater chain in the world. Yeah. Biggest one here in the United States. is going to start charging more money if you want to sit in a middle seat in a movie theater. Oh, that's stupid. Can you believe? More money. You're going to have to play, pay a premium if you want to sit in the middle seat. Otherwise, you poor people, you're just going to have to sit on the edges and way down in front. If that I, isn't I don't enough, care if they pay me. I'm not sitting in the front row. Yeah, that that's just it. It's like They say you can you could be in the movie theater, but you got to sit in the front row, the front and, front stare row and stare straight up straight, at yeah, the screen. The good. answer is no, I'm not doing that. If that isn't enough, it's already you already know that Mini bars and hotels and, uh, you know, the refrigerators that hold all the stuff in the hotel. Y- you can burn through a paycheck just drinking a couple of beers and a bottle of water. Yeah. But apparently, hotels are now starting to charge for use of refrigerators in the room. Really? Marriott Hotel in Florida is charging $50 if you put your own stuff in there for refrigerator. So in other words, you want to go out, you want to save some money and not uh, spend $25 for a beer from the mini bar? Yeah. Or here's the other thing. There are some people that have medicine that has to be refrigerated, right? When you travel. They're going to make you pay for that. They're going to make you pay $50 to use their refrigerator. Ah, just 
They're charging to make sure you don't buy your own stuff and keep it there to save money. Which, I mean, $50? Really? To put your own stuff in the refrigerator? Man. Well, anything to make a buck. For some. Inflation is bad enough, but this this is right on top of inflation, on top of it. KBY News Time, 745. Time for our final check on sports this morning. Yeah, there is no sports. Brought to so, you by. Well, I mean, what do you want to talk about? You've done a good job of coming up with sports when there isn't a lot of sports. It's brought to you by Fat Guys. Or fat Guys. It's brought to you by Pork Belly and Cuna. Uh, you might know Chef Wally. He does a lot of cooking out there at breakfast during the week. Is today one of his days? Today, I think, is one of his is one days. Of his days? Yeah. yeah, so say I hi think to every Chef day Wally. is going to be one of his days. He's, he's back there uh, at, in the kitchen cooking for you today at Pork Belly in Cuna. They are open. I will only tell you that uh, it's something that we covered earlier this morning. I was surprised to learn that roughly 20% of the population are expected to combine to bet on the Super Bowl in a total number. If you take everybody that's putting a bet or buying a square or betting on who's going to do the halftime show or whatever it is, $16 billion changing hands over the Super Bowl. By the way, a large majority of that is illegal. <laughs> eh. uh, that's illegal betting going on The 16 on there. billion wagered on Sunday's game between the Eagles and the Chiefs is more than double last year's estimate. Really? The wagering totals include bets made with legal sports books, illegal bookmakers, and just casually among friends who are, you know, having a Super Bowl party and you, and, you yeah. and I can bet because we're going for, we think the uh, different team is going to win. You think Kansas City, right? Uh, yeah, I've got Kansas City. I, I find it hard to bet against Andy Reid and All right. Mahomes. So. Well, let's let's come up with a with a bet right. that we can right. both afford, and right. that'll be our bet for this weekend. KBOI News Time is 747. Get 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless if you want to get in. Uh, I want to give your thoughts on the State of the Union tonight. President Biden will give you a State of the Union. You'll hear it here on News Talk KBOI. Once again, uh, if you want to uh, listen to regular programming, you don't have to put up with uh, Biden and the Republican response uh, afterwards. You don't have to put up with it. Uh, if you want to hear regular programming, <laughs> Nate Shellman and Mark Levin will continue on 93.1 FM. We'll get the pregame activities beginning at about 6. The uh, State of the Union due to happen about 7 o'clock. Your thoughts on what you think you're, you're going to hear tonight? We already told you, if you want to make this uh, a little more entertaining than it normally would be, make a drinking game out of it. Woo, yeah. Some of the items that I have coming up tonight, every time, or even if it's just one time. Biden says he's reduced the budget deficit by over a trillion dollars. Take a drink, because it's not true. The first two years, national debt has risen by more than $4.2 trillion. The highest ever in history over a two-year period. So if he says, I've reduced the budget deficit, take a drink. If he says again, and you he said this You don't have to make it retroactive times, to every president that said that and lied about it, right? No. Okay, good. 
Um, we're just talking about Biden. Sober because, after the first five minutes. Uh, yeah, it could be a little tough to stay sober. Uh, Biden saying he inherited an economy, uh, economy in freefall. Take a drink. Because he said that numerous times, and it's expected he's probably going to say that again tonight. However, um, not necessarily true. By the 2020 second half of 2020, the economy soared more by 20, more than 20%. The economy, yes, was in a downfall in the first half of that year because of COVID. Saying inflation was high when Biden entered office. Take another drink. Inflation wasn't anywhere close. It was running about 2 to 2.5% when Biden took office. You remember that last year, 9%, currently over 7%. Take a drink. I pretty much guarantee Biden is going to say he's helped bring down gas prices. Take a drink when he says that. When he took over office, gas was two fifty nine. Have you seen what gas has done in the last two days? Yeah, it's it's higher. Thirteen cents. Yesterday when I when I drove to work yesterday morning, from the time I drove to work to the time I drove home yesterday afternoon, it dropped thirteen cents a gallon. Everybody likes to br- blame the president of the United States for the gas price. That's not how it works. He helps. He is the president. He is the president. His policy that by, he does yeah. does have worldwide implications. Yes, that is true. But he does not. He doesn't set the gas price. Yeah, price. he does. He doesn't say, "Okay, gas is going to be two fifty. That's right. However, uh, gas will be five dollars yeah. when you shut always, down. All I the always giggle when drilling. I see the little stickers that people put on the pumps that you know Joe Biden and the little bubble over his head says, "I did that." I giggle every time I see him. It's I funny too because it's funny. But it's not accurate. A little bit, not really, Mike. No, His policies not. when you shut down when you shut down drilling and don't allow drilling to happen, that's a policy that says, okay, what I mean, you can't say that he's not trying to make everybody turn electric with electric vehicles and what he's doing and how many billions of dollars are being spent on subsidies for electric companies and for people to buy cars. I definitely understand the point you're making. I absolutely do. Yeah, so policy said he doesn't do it specifically say, hey, I'm setting gas prices here. We do not tell the Middle East how much gas or oil they are going to refine and or sell. And that's usually where the price is set. Except, guess guess which country has the most oil reserves in the world? I realize that it is the the United United States. States. Sure. We we can control that a little bit. Now, Rick has also come up with some ideas for drinking. What, what were the ones you said? The, the two that I like the most for the drinking game are anytime Joe Biden says, now, hey, here's the deal. <laughs> That's a shot. And that come, means you could be loopy in 30 minutes. Come on, man, is another come one. On, come man, on, man, is the man. other one. Yeah. Come on, those man. Those are the two. If you can do those, you don't need the rest. You don't need to pay attention. <laughs> Just, now, here's the deal. Uh, drink, everybody. <laughs> Listen, and I mean this seriously. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then tomorrow morning, we want to hear how drunk you got. Uh, Call (laughs) us up tomorrow morning at 208-336-3700. We could be be liquored up ourselves. I don't know. (laughs) Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 807, Rick Worthington filling in for Chris Walton once again today. Taking your phone calls, what do you expect to hear tonight, State of the Union? I really don't think that you're going to hear him announce that he's going to be running for president. Do you, tonight? Mm, 
he said several times before that he intends to run for re-election. I don't think he's going to use tonight as... I don't know that that's something you hear during State of the Union. Um, I don't... Have we heard that before in the State of the Union? We've never heard somebody announce that they're no, running. No, because usually they've, annou- they've already announced it. it. It was just a foregone conclusion. With Biden, we still don't yeah. know. He said he's planning on it, but... Um, text message in, 208-336-3700. If Biden said his son died as a result of his military service, take a drink. <laughs> okay. Uh, another email, or text message in, 208-336-3700. Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders will give the Republican response, this should be really good. Mm, I don't <laughs> expect it to be good at all. And it has nothing to do with her, by the way. It's just you're going to hear the same target points that any other Republican would offer. She just gets to be the the deliverer of that particular message. Rich and Boise, good morning. You're on News Talk KBY. Good morning. Good morning. Are you there? I can hear you breathing. Good morning. Yeah, go for it. What can we do so, for you? I just am... I'm so glad that President Biden is our president just because of his good character and his moral character compared to our the former president we had and i just wish mike would refer to him as president biden instead of biden like he's just some dude that lives down the street you know we just we we just we just need to be respectful of those that lead us and try and support them the best we can i think that he's done a wonderful job i he came in after a person who had been president had kind of just ruin the credibility of the office. And I just appreciate his goodness and what he's tried to do. And it feels like what he's trying to do is in the best interest of the people. I know that not everybody in Idaho agrees with him. I've lived in Idaho my whole life and I am puzzled that there's still 30% of our population still doesn't believe that he's the truly elected president and, and just things like that. I just, I was just raised in a family where you just respect those that lead us and try and give them the benefit of the doubt and move forward. And that's kind of what we try and do. And I'm just I'm looking forward to what he has to say this evening. I think he's done some good things the last two years. I think the Congress has tried to do a couple of good things the last couple of years. And we'll see what this new Congress does moving forward. And so I just wanted to say that. And I just enjoy listening to your show each day. And I just hope Mike can be a little more respectful towards our leaders and that's all I have to say today. Thank you. All Thank right. you very much. Thank you, Rich. Very good thoughts. Um, I mean, there are some people that believe, just as you did, that he's done a good job. And I admit it, I don't think he has. Um, I can I'm not, accept that. I'm not trying to be disrespectful when I say Biden. I did the same thing when I talked about President Trump. I said Trump a lot of times. I'm not being disrespectful. That is their name. And I get it that you think if you know they're the president of the United States, you should say the president or President Biden can, instead of Biden. but I can give you a little credit, though, because while I understand that you are not a huge fan of President Biden, at least you're not flying around one of the childish let's go Brandon things on the back of your car. All right? I don't put bumper That's stickers dumb. on my car. I know you don't. You don't have any stickers. But the let's go Brandon. Yeah. Now, mm. here's here's the thing. Mm. According to the you don't latest, agree with me at all. You're just going to gloss right over that, aren't you? No, I, I I just don't put bumper stickers on my car. When that thing happened, it was funny. It was funny. It was funny. And now but it's just now disrespectful. It's just, well, it's old, and I don't have any problem. The president of the United States is the president. But here's the great thing in our country, and you've seen it with every president. You don't have to be respectful just because they're the president. 
of that person. You have to respect, I believe in respecting the office. Sure. I don't think you have to respect the person if you don't like the job they're doing. I still respect the office of the President of the United States. Okay. And that doesn't mean I necessarily like most of the stuff that Biden has done. There was stuff that Trump did that I don't, I'm sorry, President Biden has done. There was stuff that President Trump did that I really didn't like. And I called that out also. I know you did. I'm and I'm not suggesting this is just you. I'm no, saying, I'm, but I'm saying I'm saying the let's go Brandon, which doesn't mean let's go Brandon at all. Everybody knows what that means, and it doesn't I, I think it's disrespectful. I just I wish people would stop doing that. Um, not because I'm crazy about the president of the United States either. Not that I agree with everything he's done. Just think, man, can we can we not do that? By the way, I'm not the only person, and I'm not a Democrat in any way, shape, or form. Not a liberal. Um, I'm not the only person that doesn't like the job that Biden is doing, President Biden is doing right now. Washington Post ABC News poll released this week. Among Democrats and Democrat-leaning independents, 58% of voters prefer somebody other than President Biden as their next president of the United States. They don't want him to run. Fifty. That's almost 60% of Democrats don't like the job that Biden is doing. I don't think it has as much to do with the job he's doing, but oh, yeah, I, I, I it, agree it that some of it, I think a lot of it is his age. I don't think it's smart to elect somebody if you're not sure they can finish a four-year term. Biden's approval rating right now is 42%. 18% of Democrats, this is Democrats. Understood. 18% approve strongly of the job that Biden has done during his presidency. That's a Democrat. That's not. That's not independence. It's that's, weak. That's, that's weak support. Yeah, that's not. That is absolutely Republicans weak Republicans who obviously wouldn't like what he's doing just because of you know partisanship. That's that's Democrats not liking what he's doing. Democrats need new leadership, and the people that they've turned to time and time and time again are not the people that are going to uh, be on the ticket. By the way, I will be fair and say Republicans also don't want Trump. A majority of Republicans, over 50%, don't want Trump running as president in the next election. Yeah, I, th- I think I think we turned the, the corner on that. Yeah. I, I agree. KBOI News Time is 814. We'll take more of your phone calls and emails coming up after 9 o'clock. If you want to get your emails and what you expect from the states of the union tonight, please feel free to get them in. Uh, coming up next, we'll have that $50 gift certificate to Deja Brew with their Casper and Chris damn near impossible question. That's coming right up after Bronco Sports Today. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. A23, it is time for a Casper and Chris down near impossible question brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty. With any help and real estate needs, that's the number you need to know, 208-888-4128. Marty is going to get first crack at her $50 gift certificate to Deja Brew Bistro in Meridian today. Marty, there are eight Hawaiian islands. People don't realize there are eight Hawaiian islands, though, because two of the islands you're not allowed to visit. Our question today is, what are the two specific different reasons why you're not allowed to visit those two Hawaiian islands? Well, the question is, how much history do you want? <laughs> I just I just want the two reasons why you're not allowed to visit those islands. Okay. Niiau is privately owned, and it is a uh, also a bird sanctuary. Kaho'olawe is a military bombing range. 
so people are not allowed on Kohoolawe. However, there are locals that do migrate over there and try to stay there, and they end up getting kicked out. <laughs> Look at the big brain on Marty. Damn. Well, I got I got to confess, I am from there. I grew up in Hilo on the Big Island, so oh, well, uh, then, I have a little inside sorry, knowledge. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, you can't win. You can't then. win no. if you lived in Hawaii. We said that earlier this morning. If, if you live local, in Hawaii, you can't. Oh, no, if you're local and you can man. say all that without missing a beat, then yeah, you know, you disqualified. That is. Uh, you, okay, that, you guys can take Catabrata, right? Okay. Me, right? <laughs> uh, we're just kidding, Marty. Congratulations. Deja Brew, $50 gift certificate. Yes, that is right. Uh, you even got the names right, but now I know why, because you actually live there. So, congratulations. Yeah. Gift certificate is yours. Hold on the line. We'll get some information from you. Don't worry. We got more chances for you to win the rest of the week. You didn't get through this morning. Uh, coming up, we'll take a break. We've got news at the bottom of the hour. Then Bob Beeler is going to be with us. We're talking golf today, and since we are talking golf, Boise State Golf for Bronco Tuesday, let's go ahead and give away a uh, pair of passes to get into the Boise Golf Show going on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Right now, 208-336-3700. Caller number six, you want to go to the golf show absolutely free, get in the mood for golf, just be careful, they make you spend money when you go there. It's a weird, weird thing. Caller 6, 208-336-3700, a pair of free passes to the Boise Golf Show Expo Idaho this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Caller 6, you're a winner. This is Bronco Tuesday, where we discuss the Olympic sports at Boise State. Now, here's Mike Casper, Chris Walton, and the voice of the Broncos, Bob Beeler. On your flagship for the Broncos, News Talk KBOI. Chris Walton is out. By the way, uh, since we are talking golf today, I want to uh, congratulate Dean Kuhn. He was uh, caller number six, picked up a pair of tickets to the Boise Golf Show coming up here Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And that leads us into, uh, I love basketball, I love football at Boise State, but probably my third favorite sport is golf. And we're going to make everybody jealous that's listening. David Trainer is the new head coach at Boise State for men's golf. David, welcome you're going to get to go this weekend to Palm Desert, California for a golf tournament. That sounds pretty good. Well, it uh, it, it beats the snow, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so how how is it as you're getting ready to start your first spring season? And this is where you, of course, have the conference part of the season. Uh, how does it feel to be ready to go? Um, a week. Uh, it's, uh, you know, we've been obviously working hard, uh, been able to get outside a handful of times, which has been great. We were actually outside yesterday. Uh, I want to thank, uh, Brett Kleinkopf and the good people at Hillcrest for having us out yesterday, but, uh, it's, uh, it's been good. We look good. Um, but it, the proof is going to be getting down to the desert on grass and kind of shaking the proverbial cobwebs out. We haven't competed, uh, as a team or, uh, since, uh, October in Hawaii, so it's been a it's been a hot minute, but I'm looking forward to get out the challenge. Uh, you know, the one thing I'm going to stress to my guys is a enjoy it and b um, you know there's there's really no pressure. It's, let's let's see what we can do. We've got it's a long season. Uh, we've got a while till the conference championship. Let's just get a little bit better each day. So what is it like? Like you said, you haven't played. We'll call it real golf. I know it's real golf, but you haven't played in a, in a place that has grass growing since October. And as someone, I tried to go play golf this past Saturday, and as you mentioned, you're practicing at Hillcrest and out there playing. What is it? How do you get your team ready to go from winter golf that you're experiencing here in Boise, ready to play like regular season golf all of a sudden that you're going to be doing in Palm Desert this weekend? 
Uh, it's baptism by fire. It's uh, there's no. You know, I, I stress to my guys all the time: no excuses. Um, if you look at the, uh, the the field down there, obviously, I know Wyoming has been down there practicing because they host the event. Um, um, you know, some other teams have probably traveled south a little bit. I tried to get us down south uh, this past weekend down to Phoenix, but uh, they've got that that weird thing called the Super Bowl and the waste management going on. And uh, there wasn't a hotel room or a golf course available for us to get down there uh, regardless. But it's, um, you know, long story short, it's just baptism by fire. You know, let's, let's go get it. You know, we've, we've done this before. We've hit a hundred thousand, eight irons in our lives, 200,000 <laughs> drivers, a uh, bunch of putts. Let's go make it happen. All right. I have a question for you. Um, this weekend, it's the Wyoming, uh, Wyoming world match play being, played in Palm Desert, California. Um, what's the deal with that? Um, match play event. You know, the great thing about a match play event, guys, is especially for the first event out, you're really not keeping score. You know, I could make a three on one hole and a 10 on the next, and I'm probably going to be even. Okay. It's at the end of the day, it's you're literally shaking off for us. So it's not going to hurt us too bad ranking wise. Uh, we're not going to take too many losses, hopefully none. Uh, it's just a great way to kick off uh, the spring season, especially when you come from our kind of climate zone where we do have four seasons and, you know, it's not, you know, we're not uh, putting a pencil to the scorecard and saying, I'm shooting X score. Rising with David Trainer, He is the new men's golf coach at Boise State. David, tell us a little bit about your roster. Who's back? Who's new? What does it look like? A um, little bit of both. We've got uh, we're taking six guys to this event, which is great. Um, normally we take five. Uh, so uh, as far as the returning guys, uh, Max Charles, who's a number one player, returner from last year. Uh, I've also have Nick Hedman, who's another senior on the uh, roster from Chandler, Arizona. Uh, they're my two returning guys. And then as far as the lineup, I've got uh, two freshmen, uh, Cole Ruick, who we're going to talk to here in a little bit, as well as Gavin Knight. Um, Freshman Cole is from Corvallis, Oregon. His father is actually the head women's basketball coach at Oregon State, and uh, he has had a lot of success there. Uh, Gavin Knight from Vancouver Island, Canada. Um, good player, you know, very, very uh, talented player. Uh, Will O'Connor, who's a transfer from Texas Southern, uh, is also in the lineup uh, as well. So we've got a good mix of guys going down there. And, you know, I say it all the time, it is coach speak, but I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do. Right now on paper, we look pretty good. David, you're a first-year head coach at Boise State, but former Akron head coach and Kentucky assistant head coach. Um, What were some of the biggest surprises that you've seen since you've taken over the coaching duties here at Boise State? No real surprises. I would say a an eye opener is just how much the Treasure Valley loves golf and uh, the support that we have received, uh, both from my family, um, you know, being here, welcoming us, welcoming us, welcoming us into the community, um, the amount of support we have from area golf courses, uh, the donor support. Um, we love being here. It's uh, it's a very cool place. Obviously, being born and raised back on the East Coast, my wife likes to tell people we've lived in, uh, this is our sixth state, but our first state uh, outside of the Eastern time zone. Uh, it's it, it's a new challenge. It's, uh, it's been great. As uh, the former head coach, Dan Potter, once told me, he goes, you have the best office in the Valley, and I do agree with him. <laughs> David Trainer, head coach, Boise State men's golf. Thanks for taking a few minutes uh, this morning. Welcome to Boise, and uh, good luck this weekend, and good luck the rest of the season. Thank you very much. We'll take a break. It is Bronco Tuesday. We're talking men's golf when we come back. 
Cole Ruek will be with us, a freshman at Boise State on the Boise State golf team. That'll be coming up here next on Bronco Tuesday. Now, back to Bronco Tuesday on your flagship for the Broncos, News Talk KBOI. It is 847. Once again, it is Bronco Tuesday. Bob Beeler with us, as he is uh, every Tuesday morning, as we talk about the different sports at Boise State, and today we're talking men's golf. And our guest is one of the uh, student-athletes, one of the golfers, Cole Ruek, a freshman. Cole, thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me on. Well, why don't you tell us a little about your story? How did you get to Boise State? How are you in this lineup that will be teeing off down at Palm Desert coming up this weekend? Um, I'm from Corvallis, Oregon. Um, I've been playing golf my whole life and always wanted to play in college. Um, as I began my college search, like my junior and senior year, I just, um, Boise State was one of the schools that I reached out to and Dan was one of the few coaches to return my email. So, uh, <laughs> I was able to, uh, come out on a visit and, and yeah, I ended up here, loved it on my visit and I'm definitely not regretting my decision. So how did you do this fall? What was your best round, and uh, what are you looking forward to most this spring? Uh, I, I met, uh, made my goal of playing in every tournament, which was uh, a lot of fun. And I, I shot one under five times, so that was my best round. So looking to get a little better than that uh, this this spring. But, yeah, we, we played in a lot of cool places. we got to end in Hawaii, so that was that was a lot of fun. So you finished in the top five in your first collegiate uh, event. That had to feel pretty good because I'm guessing, and you, you can answer this, uh, when you go in starting to play college, especially as a freshman, you have to wonder if you're going to measure up to all the other because there's a lot of talent. Yeah, there's there are so many good players, but it was, it was great to um, kind of realize that I, I belong after that first tournament. Um, definitely some nerves going into it, but... I just settled in and just realized I'm just playing golf like I've done my whole life. So it was, it was great to, to play well in that first tournament and build some confidence for the rest of the fall. Coach Trainer was telling us that this weekend down at Palm Desert, it is a match play tournament. So how do you approach that differently than you do a regular tournament? Yeah, I, I love match play. It's probably, um, I look, I only play in two or three of those tournaments, uh, a year, so it's not as common, but it's it's my favorite format. Um, I think you just got to approach it. Uh, you just got to let things go. Like in the have a bad hole, you you move on. You you're just trying to beat your opponent. So um, it's it's a different mindset going into it, and you can you can be a little more aggressive. And yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. You're uh, from Corvallis, Oregon. Uh, what are the biggest differences in playing golf in Corvallis and coming here and playing college golf in Boise? Well, the first one, uh, Corvallis is at sea level, and over here we're at like 2,500 feet, so the ball goes quite a bit further. So, so it's no, it's noticeable for you? It is, yeah. Um, it's usually about a club more over here, and then it's it doesn't rain over here as much. It gets a little colder, um, as I have realized, like the past month, but it doesn't rain as much, which I appreciate as um, as a golfer. It, it the winters in Corvallis get pretty wet. We're visiting with Cole Ruek. He is a freshman on this Boise State golf team. You guys have, as a team, gone to the last two NCAA tournaments, if I'm not mistaken. So what's it going to take for this crew to be a three-peater? 
Uh, I think I think we will have to win conference. We'll definitely have to have a good spring, but if we win conference, that I think we'll get in. I think we're definitely capable of it. There's some uh, good teams in the Mountain West. Um, I think a couple in the top 20, but I mean, we've seen um, how well all of us can play. So if we just put that all together, I think I think we're definitely capable of it. Cole, um, I know you're a freshman, so you got some time to think about it. Uh, let's talk about you just a little bit. What uh, are, are you studying in college, and what are your plans? What would you like to do, do in the future? Uh, I'm studying business. I'll, I'll probably end up uh, majoring in something business. Um, I'd, and then as for after college, I want to keep playing, try to keep playing golf as long as I can. Um, so whether that be a turn professional and – and try to get status on any any tours or um but that, that's definitely my goal it's been my goal for pretty much my entire life your dad is the women's basketball coach over at oregon state uh, did you ever play basketball or has it always been golf i did i played basketball through my sophomore year in high school golf and basketball were pretty much my my two main sports um but then not being very tall made it kind of hard so i <laughs> I chose golf after that, and um, yeah, figured I was a better chance of uh, playing college in, in golf. Now, uh, you know, being a coach's son it has trials and tribulations. Uh, however, being a coach's son in something that your dad is not coaching, did you did you still get that coaching from dad when when it came to golf? Yeah, he's he's the only other one in my family that plays, and he loves it. Um, he he that he taught me the game and I never really had a coach uh growing up so he would look at my swing every once in a while he would come to my tournaments um we would play golf when when he wasn't uh out recruiting or coaching um so it was it was fun to have someone else in the family to play with um and yeah he he definitely taught me a lot not not a lot about the technical side but just the mental side which is right. is so important in golf all right, Cole, we'll finish up with a question. Uh, what's the favorite, your best course you think you've ever played and your bucket list? What would be the course you'd most want to play? Hmm. Uh, my favorite course I've ever played is, it's an unpopular opinion, but Chambers Bay in Washington, um, which we play uh, this season, actually, where the U.S. Open was uh, in 2015. And, yeah, I just it's a link-style course. I love that style. Um, not many trees, just big, wide-open fairways and hills. And, yeah, it's, I said that's my favorite course. Uh, bucket list, I mean, I got to go with Augusta, but one that's realistic to get on that's not super private, um, probably Pebble Beach or, or somewhere over in Scotland. I've always wanted to go over there. Pebble Beach is only about $700 a round, so I, that's a good one <laughs> as a college yeah. student. Uh, Cole Ruak, thank you for taking some time with us this morning. Uh, good luck this weekend and the rest of the season, and uh, hopefully we'll have a chance to talk to you before your career is done at Boise State. Thank you. I appreciate it. 8.54. We'll take a break. When we come back, what to expect for the rest of the week. Bob Beeler with us once again. It is Bronco Tuesday. Now. Back to Bronco Tuesday on your flagship for the Broncos, News Talk, KBOI. All right, about 30 seconds here left. Um, Keep your fingers crossed. It looks like, based on the Mountain West schedule, Boise State has a chance to be tied for first place by the time they play Saturday because you've got San Diego State at Utah State tomorrow and Nevada at New Mexico tonight. And home teams are something like conference play amongst the leaders is like something like 25 and 2. 
So uh, it, let's hope those uh, home teams win. Uh, we've got a coach's show Wednesday night at 6 down at 10 Barrel. That'll be aired on 670 KBOI. Women's basketball, two games this week, Thursday, 630 New Mexico, Saturday at 2 against UNLV, and the men will have a game Saturday night at 6 against Wyoming. Bob, great as always uh, to see you. You did such a fabulous job. Take the rest of the week uh-huh. off. We won't have you on here till next Monday. Great. Looking forward to it. All right. Q08-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll talk about the State of the Union again. Uh, what are your thoughts? What do you expect to hear tonight or think you'll hear from the president? We'll talk about it. For your Google Play, simply say, hey, Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. President Biden said Monday he wants to use his State of the Union address tonight to talk to the American people, to give them an update on what's going on. What I'm looking forward to working on from this point on, what we've done, and uh, just have a conversation with the American people. The White House tells me the president's been heavily engaged in the writing process, and there will be tweaks made up until the last minute. Karine Jean-Pierre says that when Americans hear the speech, there will be no question it's a Joe Biden State of the Union. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington. This is kind of a primetime preview. You know, I think that we have to look really closely at the language he uses about Republicans. Uh, He has to make sure that he doesn't antagonize the Republicans too much there in the chamber. He needs to work with them in the next few months to get this deal done around the debt ceiling. Uh, But he also needs to set uh, some sharp contrast, especially if he's essentially going to be launching a campaign. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll be taking your phone calls and emails this morning. Uh, What your thoughts are on tonight's State of the Union uh, drinking games. Rick Rick and I have uh, given you things every time you hear, drink up, and then tomorrow morning we'll want to hear. fun. How how fun. soused you got last watching the soused uh, <laughs> watching the State of the Union tonight? Um, once again, as you uh, heard Rick tell you, you will hear this live if you want to listen in, beginning at six o'clock with pregame, and then the State of the Union due to happen about seven o'clock tonight, and then uh, afterwards we'll hear hear the Republican response. Sarah Huckabee Sanders will be giving the response mm-hmm. afterwards. That'll be happening on six seventy a.m. Regular programming. If you have no interest in the State of the Union. Um, you don't want to get drunk tonight, taking a shot every time you hear one of the phrases that Biden will say that we have <laughs> laid out. Um, then you can listen to Nate Shellman and Mark Levin on 93.1 FM. All right. Got, um, got it laid out there for you. Some emails uh, in. We were talking about this here about an hour ago. Had to take a break for Bronco uh, Tuesday. We've got some emails. We've got some text messages to get in. If you want to call us right now and your thoughts on tonight's State of the Union, what you expect to hear, 208-336-3700. In response to the caller you had earlier this morning that said Biden has done a good job. Really? Read the Hunter Biden laptop book. Respect is earned, and I'm a Democrat. Interesting. Yeah, that was uh, a gentleman by the name of uh, Rich from Boise. Not the regular Rich by the way, that uh, calls in, and I I have to give it to him. I mean, uh, I may not agree with everything he said and that, you know, he he didn't like the fact that I don't say President Biden every time that I talk about the president, Um, but I want to say I I don't mean disrespect when I just call him Biden. I did the same thing with Trump when I was talking about Trump when he was president. I I would say Trump. I get you. Um, But he had well thought out on why he liked Biden, and, and that's his opinion. Loved hearing, you know, the opposite side of that. And he's entitled to his opinion. 
Um, this is another one. This is aimed at that caller. His name was Rich. <clears throat> to me, that call from Rich this morning was pretty offensive. Rich, I hope and pray that you don't really think 80 million people voted for that man when there is sufficient evidence of dead people voting and multiple people voting twice. I am one of those people who received a notification that I voted in several states as a Democrat, and I've never even lived in those states. A hundred percent, I'm not a Democrat, nor have I ever registered to be a Democrat. I absolutely have no idea how you can support somebody that is so disconnected from reality. The current guy in office is absolutely not a good person or a good leader. As a former soldier of 20 years, I respected all former presidents until I was given reason not to. These people have destroyed our military and made our country the weakest it's ever been. I'm embarrassed to have Joe as our president because I firsthand witnessed the rapid decline of our military. There's Dan from New Meadows, and he has a specific reason not to like President Biden, and it has to do with the military because he's a former military member. I don't think anybody here should tell you how to feel about the president of the United States, former president or current president. I think when you start having people tell you how you should feel about it, that's where you start getting bias. I mean, just from the from the news chair that I sit in, when we do the news, we don't tell you how to feel about it. We don't tell you how to think about it. We just present to you certain facts. By the way, before you get on Rick, because with what you just said there, you have to keep in mind, Rick wears two hats here. All right. Right now he is wearing his news talk co-host hat. He yes. is not, he is not a news person when he is on here with me. So when, when, when he says I have to that, switch back and forth. Yeah. And it's hard to do. I, I respect you a lot for being able to do that because it would be very difficult. Um, in my opinion, to, to do both of those. But you, you have two different... When you're doing the news, you have to give the news straight as you can. Uh, you know, the news is the news. Sure. Without political bias or opinion. Sure. Now, we're counting on you to give your political opinion, whether I you have, have biases or not. I have some bias Everybody opinions. does. Everybody sure. does. I do. I admit it. Nate Shellman does. Everybody has biases. You can't get away from it. But you, as a news person, because I know, I know when you, with what you just said, people are going to go, wait a minute. I've heard Rick on your show many a times. Sure. You know, being biased or giving sure. his opinion. But not during the news. But not during the news. There's, right. He's trying to wear two different hats. But I think the, the point here that I'm trying to, to make to you is when you're listening to a program, doesn't matter whether it's our show or somebody else's. And they tell you how you should feel about it. That's bias. They're telling you how you should feel one way or another. You might agree with it. You might not. But that's where you start getting into bias. So I try not to ever tell you how you should feel about well, something. You, I only tell you how I feel. Now about that's it. not entirely true. You do it to me all the time. It's here. only about football, though. <laughs> Um, this one's this one's partially for you, Rick. By the way, well, I'm not surprised. Uh, Let's another, have it. Email Mike at kby.com. I wish you would have pressed that caller earlier. I think he's talking about Rich again, uh, who jumped on those of us who simply say Biden and said we needed to respect our president to see if that is how we felt about President Trump, and if he said Trump, like most talking heads do, instead of President Trump. You see this even happening today. Sure. And can you do me a favor? Tell Rick Worthington, I said, let's go, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Well, let, me, let me clarify my point on let's go, Brandon. All right. I don't find it crazy offensive. I've, I wish people would move on from it. 
It's been going on for a long it's about it's almost two years. Well, I, I look at it like this. And I'll I'll go back to I don't even remember what year it was. We had Robert De Niro get up in front of whatever award program it was and threw out an F bomb in talking about President Trump. And I said, that's going way over the line. That's disrespectful. And you should not be doing that on a nationally televised program. He was trying to make a point. He made it. And I didn't like it. And he, and it was he disrespectful. He wasn't the only one who did it. Did no, it was yeah. disrespectful. I'm using that as an example. Yeah, It's no, disrespectful. It. You should not do that. Respect the office and the leader of your country. I wasn't crazy about him either. And I wouldn't vote for him if he's on the ticket. I'm talking about President Trump. I wouldn't vote for him. But that's how I'll show whether or not I want to support him or not. I'll do it with my vote. Or how about instead of let's go, Brandon, why don't you just show support for whoever it is that's your candidate? Because that's what they would rather you do. They would rather you put their name on your bumper for the recognition for other people to see than, you know, let's go, Brandon, which is disrespectful. It's not, it's not near as funny. Let's just... Not you're right. Funny, you're right. And it was funny for a while. Now it's just dumb. <laughs> um, Kent writes in, Mike, at KBOI.com. Another email. The only reason I would watch Biden poorly read his speech from a teleprompter tonight would be to count how many gaffes he will make and uh, if, if, to see if Kevin McCarthy was going to tear up his speech afterwards. Uh, he's already said he won't do that. <laughs> Biden which has I, nothing I think to is say the right I thing to hear. do. Yeah. I, I, hey, if if... Kevin McCarthy did the same thing that Pelosi did a couple years ago and tears up the speech afterwards. I said how horrible that was. I would say the same thing if Kevin McCarthy did that after Biden's speech. Disrespectful. It's disrespectful, and it just looks bad, especially from somebody who is supposedly supposed to be a leader. Right. In the Republican Party. It just, it's not a good look. It didn't look good when Pelosi the did it. And if you feud, did it, just sorry. The blood feud between Pelosi and Trump was ugly. You think they didn't it like didn't each other? It didn't do any of us in this country any good at all. The fact that those two couldn't get along or even be in the same room together without wanting to scratch each other's face off is just terrible. That's not the way government is supposed to work. They made it personal. And Pelosi was over the line when she tore up that speech in front of him. Totally agree. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Notice got- I didn't call her speaker. I lot- just said Pelosi. <laughs> just, just being a jerk over here. That's cool. uh, a lot of emails coming in this morning. We do have phone lines open. What do you think about tonight's speech? What do you expect? Um, what do you think you're going to hear? It's your chance to weigh in right now. We've got lines open. We'll get some of those emails coming up here next. We need to take a break. 208-336-3700, 1-800-529-5264, toll free. Or if you have a Verizon wireless phone, just hit pound 670. A great on Mark Levin tonight at seven. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI nine twenty. Chris Walton is out. Rick Worthington filling in once again. Hi there. Um, until Chris gets back, hopefully he feels how, better and will be back soon. How unpopular am I today? Not too bad. No, no, no more than usual. Oh, okay, well that's not great. <laughs> Pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless, the State of the Union happening tonight, talking about uh, that, expectations. Uh, We've given you a list of items to uh, take a shot every time you hear, come on, man. Come on, Oh, let me add one. If he mentions corn pop. 
What? If he mentions corn pop, the dude corn pop, take a drink. I don't even know what that you, is. Look up, look up his stories on corn pop. It was a bad dude. Corn pop was a bad dude. Okay. Yeah, look up, look up his stories talking about corn pop. If you've never heard it, no. Uh, yeah, look up, go on YouTube and, and just put it on my President Biden. Yeah, I don't know that one. Corn pop. Okay, it's hilarious. Uh, Dustin and Eagle. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBY. Hey guys, how are you? Good, good morning. Just wanted to comment on your. Uh, I turned on the radio and you were talking about the Let's Go Brandon, and <clears throat> you know I, I read a, I read something online a couple of years ago when everything was going back and forth, and it really kind of changed my perspective on, on how I view the president. And it was, it was this, the guy said, you know, I, when I, when I fly a plane on a plane somewhere, I didn't choose that captain. I didn't pick him. I don't know him. I may not like him, but as soon as we, as soon as we take off, I'm all for him. I want that captain to be successful because he's flying the plane for all of us on board. Correct. And I read that, and I thought, you know, that's so true. I, I didn't vote for Biden. I actually didn't vote for Trump the first time. Um, I don't like Trump as a person. I thought he did some good things when he was in office. But I just, I, I agree with what you said. Respect the office. I, I think it's so ironic. You know, you'll be driving down the street, and you'll see a Let's Go Brandon sticker right next to the sticker of the person's church. And I've like, seen that. Yeah. Okay. They they call themselves a Christian, and yet they disrespect the president that way, in 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 insinuating that vulgarity, and and it just it just rubs me wrong. But I, I thought I really liked that analogy of the plane. You know. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. And, like it, and it's, it is totally him, true. Yeah. Wanted, I don't I don't like Biden, but I don't want the plane to go down. I I would I would love exactly. to see. I would love to see. Um. All the things that I have talked about that I don't like, the economy, uh, I don't like where gas prices are, I don't like how divided we are as a country, I would love, even though I'm not a Democrat, not a liberal, um, I would love to see the country take off because here you have somebody that you may not agree with and didn't vote for, and your country does great. That means it's a win for everybody yeah. else, whether you like yeah, the guy or not, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think exactly. We all, exactly. We all cheered. No problem. We all cheered I have no for no problem saying right. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say we all cheered for President Trump when he succeeded. We all did, Democrats no, and Republicans uh, alike. When, I don't know if the when he did. succeeded, we all were excited about that. When gas prices were really, really low, it wasn't all him, but we we stood behind him. And I think you should do the same. When the other party is in control, and I, I do think it comes down to respect. And I think if, we're on and the if same page. Win, isn't that a great thing? Yes. I mean, yeah. so well, I mean it's, it's a win for do. everybody. Yeah, should be, should be a win for America, right. not for Republicans, and not just for Democrats. Dustin, just a win. You make you make way too sense for this show. Don't ever yeah, call again. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the call today. Hey, thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you for the call. Show. Yeah, Thank appreciate you. you listening. Thanks for the call. All right. Uh, Kirk writes in, uh, I believe it was Rashida Tlaib, it is, I'll back you up because I remember this, that called Trump a mother lover, except he didn't say mother lover. Yeah. Uh, Orange said Man that? Bad is my guy. Remember when Rashida Tlaib, she won her election? It's like, now we're going to go after that yeah. mother lover. Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, you, you lost, you, you, as a new, uh, newly elected congressperson, you, you kind of got to lose respect for somebody that comes in and, and I don't says have a lot of respect like for that. I sure don't. Yeah.
Um, another email, Mike at KBY.com. Uh, this is from Tom and Boise in regards to tonight's State of the Union address. Based on the guest list, I expect to see attacks on those evil, far-right, mega people and on the states with laws against abortion. Ooh, we, nobody's even brought up abortion. I guarantee mm. he's going to bring up abortion tonight, don't you think? I I honestly don't know. I think he may not say abortion. He'll call women. He'll call it women's right to choose. Right to choose, or call. women's women's right to help. They just go women's rights. Yeah. what he'll call it. Yeah, but I, I didn't even think about that. So I, I yeah, I guarantee that's something he'll probably bring up tonight. I think that's probably on the on the hit list. Sure. Look, you're going to hear. All the things that are popular that you would hear on the campaign trail. You're going to hear nothing but the hits. Isn't that what you say in, in pop radio there, Mike Casper? Mm, well, it's been so many years. Play the hits. Yeah. Just keep them rolling. One hit right after the next. That's what the State of the Union is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just well, in word form, not music. That's when I went over the list a little bit earlier on why you should drink. The things that I mentioned are things that he has been mentioning for the last two months Come on, I don't, man. I, I don't expect any anything <laughs> different um you know as much as i've complained about you know the economy stock market gas prices and things like that i'll give it to him the jobs report even though it's not good right now if the as the fed is trying to tamp down inflation um the the unemployment rate is the best that we've seen in what four decades or more mm-hmm. people working is not necessarily a bad thing however the fed doesn't see it as a good thing right now because they're trying to tamp down inflation and with that many people working like the jobs report that just blew out they were expecting 200,000 new jobs and there were half a million new jobs um we're going to find out a little bit later today because the fed chairman is going to make remarks on what he is seeing ahead for fed rates coming up We'll, we'll get to see what that does uh, a little bit later today. Not necessarily, I don't know if he's going to announce what the Fed will be increasing the Fed rate to, but he has he is expected to make remarks today, and we'll get to watch what that does to the stock hey, market. I got to tell you, I got one that is probably not on your radar, and it doesn't necessarily have to do with Joe Biden. Just something for tonight's State of the Union that you can be looking for. This is an important point, but we'll do it after the so, break. So not something to drink to, an important nope, point to watch. this is for. an important point. I think this should concern Republicans and Democrats. Pay attention to this one. I'll, I'll give it to you when we come back. All right, we'll take a break. Phone lines are open, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. You can email mike at kboi.com. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. Talking about the uh, State of the Union, Idahoans have their uh, opinions. We've been getting them all morning long. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We do have phone lines open right now. Get you some emails uh, and text messages coming up email mike at kboi.com or text the same as our main number uh rick you had another thing as we were going to break you said to watch for in the state of the union tonight it's something i hope we don't see in republicans you really you really need to pay attention to this one because if if you feel like and i think most do joe biden is not a very good speaker he could trip all over himself and let him be responsible for the egg that will be on his face right what you don't want is somebody jumping out from the crowd 
like we've seen during Obama giving or Trump President Obama or during President, yeah. I'm sorry, President Trump. President <clears throat> Trump. <laughs> you don't want to have somebody scream out, You lie. Yeah. It's the wrong thing to do. I don't because it takes the focus off the person that's speaking and whatever it is they're saying. Now all you're worried about is, wow, we sure do have a lot of disrespectful Republicans out there that would do something like that, even though it was just that one person being stupid at that particular time. It takes the focus away. You don't want to see a Republican do that. Don't take the focus off where the focus should be. I don't expect Biden to have a lot of gaffes tonight just because when he sticks to the script, and once again, this is all written out, he's had weeks, if not months, to practice what he's going to be saying, and it will be on a teleprompter. When he is working off the teleprompter, he usually stays pretty on message, Mm -hmm. right? Sure. It's, it's when he goes off and starts to ad lib or gets questions from somebody that he goes off on tangents or stories that make absolutely no sense. I don't expect that from the State of the Union because I'm sure his people have said, this is what you say. This is all you say. Don't say anything else. Yeah. Stick right here to this speech. That's it. Stick to this. Yeah, I, I sure. expect that's what you're going to see coming up here tonight. Uh, text message in at 208-336-3700 says, Russ Fulcher and the GOP are willing to hold the government hostage regarding the debt ceiling, but the Trump administration is responsible for 25% of our present debt. Well, that's not true. Uh, the hypocrisy of the GOP is so telling. Also, Biden is responsible for passing very impactful legislation. I'm curi- uh, courteous of what Biden has done. Uh, says I'm courteous what has Biden done which has hurt the country? I'm guessing you meant to say, I'm curious what Biden has done to hurt the country. Which party has divided the country? If you don't like gas prices, check the rest of the world. We have it really good. Inflation is global. How do you blame Biden? Check out inflation index in other parts of the world. First of all, the fact that Trump is responsible for 25% of the present debt is absolutely not true. During Trump presidency, the debt went up $6.7 trillion over four years. Ended 29, right around $29 trillion, uh, $27 trillion. Biden, in the first two years in office, debt has gone up $4.2 trillion in the first two years. So if you stick with that, you're going to see $8.5 trillion in debt by the time he's done in four years. The two years of increased debt during the Biden administration's first two years in office, Mm -hmm. is the largest two-year increase in the history of the United States. So don't don't say that Biden isn't increasing the debt anywhere close to what Trump did, because it's way more. I see. Um, Also, the part uh, about global economy, global inflation, I don't care about the rest of the country. I care what Biden is doing in the United States. If you want to compare the rest of the world, I mean, all you have to do is look at do you want what Venezuela has had for the past 10 years? 50 to 80% inflation? Venezuela's had 50 to 80% inflation. The United States hasn't had that over the last 10 years. So don't tell me what the rest of the world is doing and say, hey, look, they're doing it. I don't care. I only care about what's happening to us here in the United States on things that the president and Congress, working together, have responsibility to fix or work on. I don't care about the rest of the world. I don't care that Switzerland is paying $12 a gallon for gas. Good for them. They want to charge that much in taxes. Good for them. I care about what's happening here, specifically in the United States, and more importantly here in Idaho. That's just me. Todd, 
Over and over, I hear people say President Trump has done good things for this country, yet in the same breath or the same sentence say how terrible he is as a human being. Put your petty BS aside. Let the guy make America great again. He could, without all the BS he must endure, that has nothing to do with politics. Wake up, America. Guys, he, he brings the circus tent with him. It's not like we're the ones that are responsible for him doing it. I say we as in the media. He's bringing the circus with him. And that's the problem. Paul in Boise, good morning. You're on News Talk KBY. Yeah, I think I'm going to pass on watching and listening to Biden again. I've heard just about everything I need to hear from him. But I will, however, tune in on your radio station to hear the, uh, I forgot her name, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Sanders, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear what she has to say. I think those are the only important things I need to hear. As far as respecting the commander in chief, I think I would have had to have taken the the oath to defend and protect the Constitution of the United States, and then I might, because I can still recall that people called Richard M. Nixon Tricky Dick, and they disrespected him. Just calling him Nixon too. As far as one of your earlier callers goes, yeah, it happened. So, it, I mean, it's happened a lot. You know, there's there's a lot of disrespect. And like I said, thank you for the call, Paul. And like I said earlier, you may not like the person. It's a, and it's the same thing. I may not like some of the things or a lot of the things that Biden does. Doesn't mean I don't respect the office of the president of the United States just right. because I criticize the president, criticize Biden himself. Sure, I respect the pre- the president's office without necessarily respecting the person. It's two different things. Uh, another email, Mike at KBY.com. The job report, in my opinion, is false information. I know I'm not part of those numbers because I've been unemployed for a long time. I don't collect any government help, so I'm not in the system. I'm not only, I'm not the only one in this predicament, so I know those reports are false. To a certain point, you're correct. You would fall outside numbers being reported because you don't file for unemployment which is how they get those numbers and for people who have been employed unemployed for a long time and no longer receive unemployment they're not included in that either right so yeah you're you're not wrong uh terry writes in biden was elected president of the united states not the rest of the world um did somebody i'm not sure where that comes from. it was from the email earlier saying you know comparing the rest of the world to the united states i see Luther Chalice, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. What do you expect about the State of the Union speech tonight? I expect to see an adult give a speech, okay? Not a child. Not somebody saying I, 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 but somebody saying we, okay? Mr. Biden is that person. He's an adult. And... You know, a lot of the people that call you up, they they go on and on uh, talking a, a bunch of bull with their windows open with turbulent noise in the background so you cannot understand them, and they are not worth listening to. And uh, Biden will talk about the future. Like, I'm looking forward to underwear made in the USA again kind of stuff. And they're going to 
Luther. Put things Luther. back together. Why are you buying your underwear from outside the USA? Because it all says made in China. And it might <laughs> well, have stop, an American stop label buy, on it. Stop buying the underwear made in China for crying out loud. Come on, Luther. <laughs> Come on, man. That's fun. That's uh, fun Thanks Luther, for calling, buddy. Always great hearing from Luther and Chalice. Uh, 208-336-3700. Another email, mike at kboi.com. I expect to uh, hear from President that the State of the Union is very strong. I disagree and believe it's the weakest in history. I also expect to hear nothing but fluff. So many things are wrong with this country right now. We really need a good leader and not a puppet. I challenge any person to give me three good things the administration has done that has benefited everyone as a whole. Uh, I've never been this low on money in my entire life. There you go. There's a challenge for the last 15 minutes of the show, 208-336-3700. He is challenging you, what are three things that President Biden has done as the President of the United States that has been good for everybody? If you want to call in and uh, give him an answer, here's your chance to do it. One more segment on the way, 208-336-3700. 1-800-529-5264. You can also text us, same as our main number. Final chance to email also mike at kboi.com. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Uh, final segment to get in. We're talking about the State of the Union coming up here tonight. What do you want to see? What do you expect? How drunk are you going to be after uh, all the items that we said that you need to take a shot for when you're listening? Well, you know, you have to make it fun somehow. Yeah, makes it entertaining. Makes it so much more entertaining for the listeners. <laughs> Uh, Bruce and Loman writes in, living in the mountains and not having regular television, it was several days after I found out what Let's Go Brandon was all about. I was shocked and heartbroken that a whole gathering of thousands could utter at the top of their voices such a disgusting and disrespectful thing. I suppose in that setting, especially that many, they would call themselves Christians. I would hardly think that that behavior would testify to that. Then it happened again in a football stadium. It's so ugly. I have no respect for President Biden, but what a sad state of affairs it is that the general public believes that a vulgar expression is in any way to express disappointment in a person, including an inept leader. Yeah. Um Email. I don't know that I have anything to add to that. I, I, yeah, I know you. I find it disrespectful. Right to your heart. Yeah. Sure. Uh, another email, Mike at KDY.com. I think President Biden is going to tout the jobs report, but he will not mention all the layoffs that are going on in the tech industry, Boeing, Microsoft, Amazon, etc. No, he might not. He will talk about, I guarantee he will talk about jobs because jobs is one thing that he can point to as a positive when you look at the unemployment rate. So jobs will be one thing that I think that, that, that will be talked about tonight. Don't you agree? Oh, absolutely. He's going to talk about jobs. He's that, And that's got to be one of the hits, right? That, that's, that's one of the major things you bring up when you start talking about, hey, this is what we've done. This is how great things are. And jobs is the one thing that President Biden can point at and say, look, there's a lot of people working right now. 
Uh, John writes in, in 2009, during a joint session of Congress, Representative Joe Wilson shouted, you lie, after President Obama denied the health care plan would cover illegal immigrants. There is a chance two of the far-right women in the House will interrupt or mock President Biden tonight. Okay, there's another reason to drink. If it happens, shot. If, if you're somebody a Republican shouts, and it happens if, to if a Republican, somebody, you got to drink twice. If somebody, if somebody shouts from the gallery, anything, whether it's hey, you're a liar. If anybody shouts anything from the gallery, there's another reason to drink. All right, I'm just a second here. I got to write down a note. Mm-hmm. Stop by liquor store on way home. <laughs> Don't have enough liquor at home. Okay, show sure. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that being a yeah because we're 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 adding a whole bunch of stuff. Um, we had asked a question as we were going to break about you know a challenge from a, a listener naming three things that uh, Biden has done that has improved the whole country. Um, this person writes in three things Biden has improved for me: my physical fitness, I eat less and walk more due to gas prices and inflation. My vocab, my vocabulary. Come on, man, and let's go, Brandon. And my morality. I know now it's okay to lie or tell stories. I.e., corn pop. See, you have to look this up, Rich. I don't I'm shocked know you what don't that know means. About corn pop. You need to look this up. I know nothing of Hunter's business dealings. I have no foreign agent connections to China. The list is endless. I am so out of the loop. All right, you you have to go listen. Up I guess his stories about corn pop when he was growing up. Corn pop was a bad dude. Hmm. Yeah, it, you say so. That's that is you. You have homework today, Rick. Clearly, I mean, I'm gonna take that seriously. I'm gonna figure that out. Yeah, just go and, listen. Just go on YouTube, do uh, Biden corn pop, and see, take a listen to what comes up there. Okay, um, that's your homework. <laughs> the media focuses. This is another email. Uh, the media focuses solely on the circus with Trump and totally ignores it with Biden, especially ignoring the immoral and illegal with the Biden and his family. Yeah, I think the Hunter Biden thing is the the biggest problem Joe Biden will face in the next election. If he's running, the Hunter Biden thing's going to just How it's going to follow him. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything he can do about it. You really wonder how much it's going to blow up, don't you? I mean, with everything that's coming out with now even Biden, Hunter Biden admitting it because you can't on one hand say there's nothing there and some of this stuff was made up. We already know that, you know, this is not misinformation from the Chinese in the last election. Mm-hmm. All right. We know for a fact that that's not true anymore, even though that was what was being pushed by the Biden administration. And then last week, Hunter Biden's lawyers sued. And once the Department of Justice to stop the dissemination of the stuff on the Biden laptop because they say it was stolen. Right. Okay, if it was stolen, you can't on one hand say there's nothing there and it's not true, and then on the other hand say they stole it. Right. (laughs) That makes no sense, right? So you wonder in the next two years just how big, especially now that the House is in control of these hearings that are going to be happening, because some of this stuff is going to break loose. I don't know what it's going to mean. Don't forget, State of the Union on tonight. Thanks for the phone calls and emails. Um, We'll talk more about it tomorrow morning. And your thoughts, we're on a 20-hour break. We'll be back coming up tomorrow morning.